separated the front room of the shop from their tiny private sitting room and kitchen in the back. The only other rooms in the building were a small bedroom upstairs that Maggie shared with Violet and another small bedroom behind the kitchen for Grandmother. The bell over the front door jingled. Maggie looked up as Mrs. Eugenia Huntington and her 18-year-old daughter Elise walked in. Both women were dressed in stylish walking suits and wore large, elaborate hats. Grandmother stood. Good afternoon, Mrs. Huntington. Miss Elise? Mrs. Huntington returned the greeting, and Elise nodded to Grandmother and Maggie. Elise was preparing for her first season in London. Maggie had heard through one of her friends that Mrs. Huntington had ordered enough evening gowns and day dresses for Elise to fill several trunks. And then, of course, there were all the hats, gloves, parasols, and shoes to go with them. A pang shot through Maggie's heart. She would have travelled south, more than three hundred miles to London, and taken part in the season if her parents were still living. She might even have received a marriage proposal by now. Her late father had been a well-respected landscape architect and acquainted with many fine families in London and all around the country but the deaths of her parents and sister had changed everything. The only future she could imagine now was one tied to the millinery shop, where she would spend her days designing hats she would never wear to help provide for her grandmother and sister. Grandmother came around the end of the counter. Maggie is just finishing one of the hats for Miss Elise, but I believe the others you ordered are ready. Yes, these two are finished. Maggie reached up and took a wide-brimmed lavender hat from the shelf and placed it on the glass countertop. Then she reached for a cream-coloured hat with pink roses circling the crown and set it next to the other. Oh, they're lovely! Elise beamed as she crossed the shop toward Maggie. Mrs. Huntington followed, but her brow creased as she regarded the hats. I'm afraid they're both too plain. She nodded toward the lavender hat. This one needs more flowers and ribbons, perhaps even some netting and lace. Elise turned to Mrs. Huntington. But mother, I think... The older woman lifted her finger and silenced her daughter. Your hats must be unique and draw attention so you will stand out from the crowd. Maggie clamped her lips together, struggling to hold back her reply. Adding more adornments would draw attention, but it would make the hat look overdone and gaudy. Perhaps she could convince Mrs. Huntington to change her mind once she saw how lovely the hat looked on Elise. Why don't we try it on to test the fit? Mrs. Huntington's frown remained in place, but she gave a slight nod. Her daughter unpinned her hat and stepped forward. Maggie placed the lavender hat on the young woman's head. They all turned toward the mirror on the countertop and examined Elise's reflection. Grandmother adjusted the angle of the hat, tipping it a bit more to the side. The colour certainly highlights her blue eyes and flutters her skin tone. Mrs. Huntington studied the hat. It definitely needs more flowers and ribbons, and perhaps a trailing vine off to the side. We want it to look impressive from every angle. Maggie rolled her eyes behind Mrs. Huntington's back. There was hardly room to add any more flowers, and a trailing vine would look ridiculous. She was just about to say so when Grandmother sent her a warning look.
Maggie stifled a sigh. How many times had her grandmother told her she must listen to the customer's wishes and find a way to please her? She reached under the counter for her basket of silk roses. Perhaps we could add a few more flowers on the side. She chose three smaller roses and tucked them in with the rest of the bouquet covering the crown of the hat. Mrs. Huntington surveyed the design with lifted eyebrows. That's better, and now the ribbons. Maggie reached for a spool of green velvet ribbon. This colour would be a good contrast to the flowers. She looped a few pieces around the roses and stood back. That's a good choice. Grandmother reached up and tucked the ribbon in at the back. Mrs. Huntington sighed. There's no time to start over. We leave for London tomorrow morning. I suppose it will have to do. Heat flushing.